Hey, I'm Vinny. And I'm Nat. And this is the Relatively Fit Podcast. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi, how are we all doing? All right. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what can I'm I say? Right. <laughs> what can I say? Mm. What can I say? How are you doing? I'm okay. Do you miss me? Yeah, I suppose so. Well, you know what? I think we should just change all our episodes to be the socially distanced podcast. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's trash well we don't get to see each other because of the lockdown well you know we can go for a socially distanced walk and get fined 250 pounds yeah i ain't got 250 pounds to give them sorry oh yeah i'll keep running but i'll probably get fined for that i mean is there a restriction on how far you can go well apparently not i mean you can go outside for exercise but there's no hard and fast rule as to how far you can go. So technically, I can be like, I'm going East London, but I'm going to run. And if you catch me in East London, I can tell you that I'm running a half marathon. And then what are you going to say? Nothing. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, not you, but like what the, the police. police. Yeah. yeah. Well, remember, I think on one of our earlier podcasts, we were talking about this and there's laws and there's like legislations and there's things that are rules, but not exactly against the law. See, I think this this time, wasn't it that they they were going to pass the law for certain things? Yes. Listen, you know me already. I'm, not that I'm trying to be ignorant or willfully in- ignorant, but my intake of the news is very minimal because... It's just all doom and gloom all the time. And yeah. to be quite honest with you, I haven't got time to be all doom and gloom because living through this pandemic is hard enough. It is. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, the last time I kind of really watched the news properly, I'm sure that, well, I'm not sure, but I heard, or I think I heard that they were going to pass a law or something. No? Okay, I made oh, that up. No. Moving on. Well, maybe. I mean, I think this is the problem with the rules because you've got people that interpret going out for exercise as, okay, I can drive 50, 60 miles to a beauty spot or to a national park and walk around it, which is what a lot of people have been doing where it could also be, well, you can go out for exercise and walk around your block or run around or ride around your local park. So I think this is the difficulty that people are having where there's rules, but then there's kind of grey areas in between. But anyway, you anyway, know what? We're not here to talk about flipping coronavirus rules. Yeah. It's a lot now. Do you know, it's, it's almost been a year. I mean, I just said we're not here to talk about coronavirus rules. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's almost March. And I'm saying it's almost March and we're in January. But it's because the time's going so fast. It is. Like, can you believe it's almost been a year? Anyway, can we just move on? Yes. <laughs> Your name is? 
Nat. And my name is... Grumpy. Shut your mouth. Yes. Oh, you're yes, so me? annoying. Why are you saying that? My name is Vinny, guys. Hi. Mm. Or oh, your government name. Well, if you know me, you know it, innit? Okay, Vinny. All right. <laughs> and we are relatively fit and she's just being annoying. It's <gasps> outrageous. I need to lighten the mood. Can I sing a song? Oh my God, what's it going to be? <coughs> and just bend it. <laughs> Every what? day on your own. <laughs> I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. <laughs> oh my God, TikTok is live. Was that the song? I thought that was going to be the song. No, babe. Okay, we'll sing it quickly. We've got things to talk about. Well, it's relevant. Okay, go on. I don't know all the words, though. It doesn't matter because you always sing the words wrong anyway. (gasps) Just get on with it. Don't touch my hair. Okay. Is the feelings. Go on. I don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) It's the crown that I wear. Oh, God. Woo. You know there's a thing called Google, right? You could have just researched the lyrics. You could have sung like a proper... Anyway, Don't Touch My Hair is the title of this episode, right? Exactly. Okay, cool. You, you see what I did there? I was making it relevant. Do you know what? In my head, I was thinking, oh, I wonder if laughed she's... at me. I was thinking, oh, is she going to sing that song to like intro us into the episode this No, week? babe. See, I'm being professional. Uh, you know what well, I mean? Well, you are the singer out of the two. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm available for weddings, bar mitzvahs, christenings. After COVID, of course. <laughs> My rates are reasonable. <laughs> can you just get on with the next jingle so we can move this podcast along? Okay. <clears throat> God. Oh, you're throwing me off track now. In spur of the week. You did yeah this week. Yeah, switch it up. Oh, wonderful, (laughs) wonderful, wonderful. Um, your turn. turn. (laughs) We've devised a little schedule to make sure that we're not left wondering who we should speak about because last week Nat was like, "Oh, I don't have an inspo of the week, but I'm going to choose myself." Which actually, she saved herself with that, and it was a really good choice of inspo of the week. I'm clever like that. I think on my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Or on my bottom because I'm sitting down. Oh my God. Mm. But you know, we got to be professional about this. So we've made like a little thing where we do our research and we put everyone into like a document that we just pull from. So this week, it's me pulling from the document. I found this person. I've known about this person for a good few years now. Um, some people may not. Um, but I wanted to share at Inspo of the Week this week. Her name is Ernestine Shepherd, And Ernestine is an 84-year-old bodybuilder. Um, and I think she has a, a record. Yeah, she's the oldest competitive female bodybuilder in the world um, in the Guinness Book of World Records. That was in 2010. So unless anyone has trumped her yet, she's in the Guinness World Records. 
Um, and I just thought she was super inspiring because A, her age, um, what she's doing, um, even when you see like pictures of her, like she looks fit. Mm, she she looks really, really fit. Um, she runs, she's ran multiple marathons and I think daily she runs at least six miles or something like that. Wow. Um, sometimes even going up to 10. Um, and she just, she wanted to just obviously use what she knows and her journey to like inspire other people like of her age as well, because it does kind of tail off the older that you get, especially, I guess, as a woman as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen, I've definitely seen like older male kind of people into fitness and stuff like that, but not really women. No. Um, but there are a couple of them out there um and do showcase what they do on like instagram and facebook and stuff and ernestine is one of them um so yeah her story is that she um and her sister were like out shopping i think for like bathing suits or something like that Mm -hmm. and they were like making jokes about how they don't really look that great in like bathing suits and stuff um and i don't know i don't know why but that just reminded me of me and you yeah. That we'd like be older and like our children are like big now so they can do whatever they want. And then we're like going on like a little coffee day and then we go shopping and then we're just laughing about the fact that like we were like super fit when we were younger and now we're just like not. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it kind of just reminded me of us. And then sadly, I think her sister passed away from like mm. an aneurysm or something oh. like that. And just kind of that conversation and how she viewed her body then was like the catalyst in making the change. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously finding a great amount of joy and just a way of co- coping with like her sister's passing and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my inspo of the week, Ernestine Shepherd. And where can we find out more about Ernestine? She's got a Facebook page. Oh. Yeah, she's got a Facebook page. Very nice. Okay, so as my song alluded to, we are talking about hair. And what about hair? It's the crown that I wear. I mean, that's not the lyrics, but... Isn't it? <laughs> aside from the lyrics, <laughs> what are well, we talking I made about? That up. Yeah, I know you did. Okay, well, <laughs> it's relevant because it's the crown that I wear. Okay, so in relation to the episode today... Well, when you're working out, it's one of the things that you have to think about. Obviously, what you're going to do with it, how you're going to style it. It's a challenge. Uh, Speaking from personal experience, it's a tough one. I mean, when I go running, other than getting all my kit together, one of the first things I think about is my hair, what I'm going to do with it. What's the weather like outside? Is it going to get wet? Am I going to have to put something in it? Am I going to pin it up? Am I going to plait it? You know, there's just so many factors to think about rather than just sort of getting out the door. Um, In the cold weather that we've been having, it's not been so much of an issue, but I'm wearing a protective style at the moment. Well, what the Americans would call is a protective style, which is just like long twists. So I don't actually have to think about my hair too, too much. But in the warmer weathers, I always have to think, well, 
I've just got my hair done or I've just done something with it and it can be a challenge and I know I'm not the only one that goes through this so what do you think I mean what's your experience with hair and working out well first of all I can only speak on the experience with my hair because it's my hair so my hair texture what my hair does in certain environments xyz xyz but I think it's um it's difficult it's difficult because black hair in particular is very very delicate yeah um so being exposed to like certain weathers um being exposed to like sweat all the time like it get it gets hard it gets it gets really really difficult to manage mm. um interestingly it kind of like the issue of black hair care in relation to um being physically active has been it's been researched um there have been reports that have been written on it and studies that have been done on it to see if there was like a correlation between um black women or in these studies african american women um and how physical they are um just looking at reports that we found um mm-mm-mm. We found one, hair care practices as a barrier to physical activity in African-American women. This was um, a study published by Rebecca Hall. And the objective was to characterize the influence of hairstyle maintenance on exercise behavior in African-American women. Um, A total of 123 African-American women from the ages of 21 to 60 years of age were surveyed and 103 women completed the questionnaire. And one of the main outcome measures were the statistical significance of relationships between hair care practices and physical activity was determined. The results, 50% of African-American women surveyed have modified their hairstyle to accommodate exercise and nearly 40% avoid exercise at times owing to hair-related issues. How many? 40. Wow, 40%. Respondents who exercised less owing to hair concerns were 2.9 times less likely to exercise more than 150 minutes per week, which is like... That's the av- like the minimum that people mm. should be working out um, during a week. So I just I think it's interesting actually because <laughs> I have I mean obviously I do this for a job now, but before where I guess I could in some ways like control <laughs> like when I worked out the times I worked out blah blah, um, I it would be a thing where. I'd schedule what I'm doing on certain days on a day that I'd wash my hair. (laughs) (laughs) So like if I knew, okay, for example, let's take spin. When I wasn't a spin instructor, I only used to spin maybe once 
or twice a week. And on those days that I would spin, it would be a day that I knew that I was going to wash my hair. So that would be all right. So you can mess it up or it basically, could get sweaty and salty and you basically, um, the same with swimming. Like I'd only go swimming on a day that I knew that I was going to wash my hair because <laughs> if the chlorine touches it, well, then it's fine. Like I'm going to wash it out. Yeah. Um, so I can definitely understand that, you know, black hair in particular can be a barrier to exercise, but should it prevent you from exercising? Well, that's a good question. Should it? No, it shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that, you know, we can do to try and alleviate the problem. I mean, I know it is difficult because on a personal note, when I started running consistently in the warmer weather, I found that, like, normally I sweat a lot in my head anyway. And the effects of my hair being wet and salty really broke my hair off and my hair really really cut off and it was awful because you know for most women especially black women your hair is a source of pride and it's a source of beauty and it's something that you spend a lot of time and money on so to see that my hair was breaking off was absolutely awful I think I cried a couple of times actually and it wasn't due to the fact that I wasn't looking after it but it was just wet all the time because I was training. So I was running a couple of times a week and doing strength work. So I felt that my hair was always wet and nothing I could do would kind of make it soft or make it, you know, as beautiful as it was before. So I decided to like get plaits and then I wore weaves. I did so many different things and I uh, bought a wig as well <laughs> I bought a wig but why are you laughing well I think because obviously as black women we know the challenge we have but maybe women from other cultures probably don't understand um the issue that we have with our hair I think a lot of people think probably from other cultures that because we wear you know, extensions or have plaits or wear wigs or have weaves that A, we're not proud of our hair and B, that we have no hair underneath, you know, whatever style or, or fashion we've got on top of it. And that isn't true. It's just that our hair is particularly delicate and it needs to be treated with a lot of care and attention. And as you said earlier, um, the environment plays a big part in it as well because obviously in the summer months where it's really hot our hair tends to dry out and then obviously living in England where it's very wet in the autumn and winter time obviously you don't want to get your hair wet because moisture on our hair type causes it to shrink and you know, like where you said going swimming as well, that was a source of pain going swimming Did you ever at like... school. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about this because I mean I haven't been swimming in like so I'm long. I'm getting triggered. I'm gonna 
I'm gonna shout out um <laughs> I'm gonna shout out Swim Dem Crew on this because they saw the struggle. Um The struggle is real. Swim Dem <laughs> I've got a lot lot of love for those guys. Um they um set up a little group of us um from different ethnic backgrounds to take us on a journey to basically swim in open water so for some of us we knew how to swim but we weren't strong swimmers um other of us like other people um didn't know how to swim at all so it's basically teaching us how to swim and then at the end of it um we were to swim I think it was the Manchester Mile or something like that. Um, I'm just going to put it out here now. Disclaimer, I didn't do it in it. I didn't do it. Swimming's just not my jam. I weren't going to be swimming in, I don't even know what it was, some canal with flipping shopping trolleys at the bottom and stuff. Yeah, because the people then was telling me <laughs> I just weren't on it. Anyway. Our, um, shopping trolley. Yes. So our, um, our like training sessions were like weekly. And every week, <laughs> when I tell you the process, I was always the last one in the pool and I was always the last one out of the changing rooms. So the process <laughs> was, I had to like, came around my hair in like maybe, i say like four. I put like a, a mixture of like conditioner and oil like lathered onto my hair. Then I'd put like a shower cap <laughs> then I'd put what I'd put um a swimming cap, but a swimming cap that had like the crown cut off, so it's just like an elastic band, like a thick. <laughs> I put that over to hold down the shower cap, and then I put on the swimming cap because you know swimming cap, yeah, they're rubbish. It's, but the thing is, they're not designed to basically keep your hair dry. They're just designed to keep you streamlined in the water. Oh, I think okay. I can well believe that. I can well so, believe that. So therefore I was like, well, I need that extra protection then. <laughs> because you know, sometimes <laughs> when you pull the, the swimming cap down. Yeah. Because you're thinking, oh, because I as well don't like getting water in my ear. Mm. So I'd always pull the swimming cap down. But you know, obviously you're moving. So that kind of rides, rides up and then it up. gives you like a little bit of a gap. And then everything, go, all the water goes in there. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> So that was like, that was the setup just to go and flip and swim is long. And then you come out and then like your white brethren's just like brush their hair. Wash and, they and just, go. They just put it up in a bun and they're like sitting there waiting for you outside. And I'm like, okay, so. <laughs> what were you doing in there? I've just got to take all of this thing off now. And I've now got to style my hair. Like it's just long. Mm. It's just long. I don't even know why I'm telling this story. Why am I telling this story? Uh, because it's relevant <laughs> to what we have to go through, you know. It's just the it's it's the process. Yes, it's the process that um, and then then you can kind of understand why, like maybe some people will choose not to do a certain activity, and then it's like mm. also going to get your hair done in a salon, yeah, or if you go and get your hair done professionally, or even if you just straighten your hair, like. It takes time and effort. Do you really want to be sweating that out? You spent yeah. two and a half, three hours in the hairdresser's seat or at home with your with your um straighteners to just go and mess it up. Like exactly. are you really gonna wanna do that? Exactly. Um so yeah, I can I can definitely 
say that yeah our hair can be a barrier to fitness Mm -hmm. but at the same time I can say that there are ways to overcome it and there's ways to work around it if you really want to yeah um which leads me on to my next question um how do you kind of manage these barriers I think you've mentioned a few of them already yeah um (laughs) with difficulty um sorry if you don't mind like because you brought up the point of swimming I have to say if I can digress a little bit that um there is a misconception that black people don't like water and that we don't like swimming and just sticking with swimming we do like water we do like swimming but we're obviously quite mindful of the effects that it has on our hair um and our skin because well our skin. i can only speak for myself yeah. but i make my skin dry yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> dry you see this is the thing dry who's got time for dry skin exactly because like i was saying i'm gonna bring it back to swimming like the furthest I got with swimming at school was my 25 metres because I thought, Bundis, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> like, we would go swimming on a Thursday and, like, Nicola and Joe, they were on their life-saving and they used to go early and they used to, like, wear their pyjamas and they'd drop bricks in the pool and you had to dive in, pick them up, run around the pool and do all this stuff. And I was like, yo, Nicola and Joe, that's not for me. So it comes for me to do my 25 meters now and like I'm all ready to go and I'm like the man's got the um stick thing in the water and you've like got to follow it <laughs> and I'm swinging along I'm like yeah I'm doing good and then all of a sudden I feel this tickle behind my ear and I'm like the water's going in. The water's going in. That's oh all my I God, could the think. Feeling. The water's the wa- going yeah, in. When you know that yeah. the water's going in. You just want to cry because yes. you can feel it. Yeah. This is what I was saying about like when you pull it down over your ears yeah. and then you know it's riding up and then you know you've got that gap. Yes. Your heart just sinks because you know the outcome of the yes. water that gets in that gap. Like yes. you just know and it just, oh. And this is me at like 13 years old coming to the realisation that <laughs> it's all over when I get out of the pool. So, like, I'm doing my 25 minutes and I'm getting to the end, but I'm panicking, not about the fact that I'm not going to complete it, but I'm panicking about my hair. So, anyway, I get my 25 metres done, like, go and get changed, and my skin's ashy, and, like, I put on my school uniform, and, like, I try to put my hair back. But there's this bit at the back that isn't straight. <laughs> it's this big puffy bit at the back. And like, you know, you're at that age, you're 13, you're 14, and you're getting to the point where, you know, you're kind of like, I don't know, puberty or whatever. You want to look nice, you want to look pretty. And like, everyone's got their hair gelled up and it's looking good and you're walking around looking like a hot mess with this like dry bit at the back of your head and it's just awful and literally from that day I thought you know what bun swimming never (laughs) never doing it again like these swimming caps are rubbish and they used to have powder in them as well 
Did you did your swimming caps have powder? Well, obviously, because I'm a bit older than you, swimming cap. If you think swimming caps are rubbish now, they were terrible. Like, and they'd split, and they had powder in them. So as well as your skin being ashy, like the back of your neck being ashy. Your hair was ashy as well. Oh, it was a lot. Sorry. That's God. why I felt slightly, tr- is it triggered? What the Aroma can say. Oh, I felt triggered. I'm all right now. But now I'm older, I tend to just like cover my hair in like oil <laughs> and like twist it up, put my headband on it or put like a, a running buff over it. And then I'll go for my run. But the problem is that when I start sweating, then it's like sweat mixed with oil running down my face. (laughs) And that's not very attractive either. But it's not going to stop me doing what I need to do. Because obviously when I get home, I can always wash my hair and, you know, dry it out and just take some time to look after it and then make sure it's okay literally until the next time. Um, there's lots of people out there that, you know, have protective styling, you know, plaits, twists, whatever. But I don't think that it should, you know, stop you from exercising or working out in any way because it's just hair, isn't it? It's just hair and your health is more important. Yeah. But like you said, you know, you've spent quite a bit of money in a salon and then you're, you know, going to go and sweat it out. Really? don't really want to do you a couple of years ago I got a free sample in a magazine and it was for dry shampoo and I was just like no I'm not trying this but then I did and it was awful. it was trash it was yeah it was trash it was ashy it made me look like I had gray hair like no it wasn't for our hair type, let's just be real, because I have got some friends um, with European hair who tried it and they were like, yeah, this is great. Just put a bit of this stuff on, comb it through and I'm going out and my hair smells good. But for me, it was absolutely awful. And there's nothing of that kind for our hair type out there on the market whatsoever. So that is something that I personally would avoid because... It was just awful. Have you tried it? I've tried it. And like I said, it's trash. Mm. Um, Yeah, same as you, really. It just made my hair feel dry. Um, Yeah, it made it white. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It just, it looked like, you know, uh, do you know what it looked like? It looked like, you know, when you climb up to dust somewhere and then the dust like kind of falls in your hair. (laughs) and you don't realize and then you go to touch it and you're like what's this this? dryness in my hair and then you look in the mirror and then it's dust it's awful it literally felt like I just put a handful of dust in my hair yeah um it wasn't very nice um so I guess for me like I don't use those things but that's why like I love having braids in because it allows me to like be able to stand down the shower and like get to my scalp and clean my scalp, rinse my scalp if I need to, mm-hmm. or use like a spray bottle of like water and like a few drops of like essential oils and stuff just to massage them to my scalp. Yeah. Um, 
and that way it's just it's just easy like your hair's like away it's protected and it's just not such a chore like you don't have to think about it so much Mm -hmm. um which is what I love um and also with braids like they don't mess up as quickly as like if you were to get like cane rows or anything like that because cane rows can get messy quite quickly mm-hmm. but um for the short term it, it does help in the same way in that like your hair's away you can like get a mix of like water and essential oils and spritz it on your scalp and stuff and to add go on we've both got natural hair oh yes oh yeah oh yes mm-hmm. <laughs> so no chemical treatment, no relaxer, no texturizer or but anything. But at, at the same, like, even in saying that, like, I'm sure if you did have, like, a relaxer or texturizer, like, you may not experience, obviously, because you've got your hair relaxed, but you, you wouldn't experience, like, the shrinkage and stuff. Yeah. But definitely, like, Good point. a negative effect in terms of, like, how dry your hair can get. Um... And stuff like that, really. Mm. Well, we've talked about dryness. <laughs> yeah, because our hair, our hair gets very dry. It does. So I think it would be quite beneficial to go through each of the different hair types. Um, this has been really interesting, like researching all of this, because obviously we've taught from, you know, we're young girls that our hair is different and special so it needs different special treatment you know like we've said we've got friends that you know they'll just wash and go but we we can't do that so I've been doing a bit of research and the different hair types are Caucasian Asian and Afro textured hair so according to activelong.com Um, they published an article on ethnicity and hair structure. So there's the three ethno hair types, each with their own texture, structures and implantation in the scalp. So they describe Asian hair as usually being very straight and either dark brown or black, and it grows perpendicularly to the scalp and it has the fastest growth rate but a low density. Then you've got Caucasian hair, which is usually either straight, wavy or curly with vast colour variations and has the highest density of the three ethnicities. Then you've got Afro hair, which is characterised with tight curls and kinks and grows almost, almost parallel to the scalp. It has the slowest growth rate of all the groups due to its structure that causes the hair to curl upon itself when it's growing and it has the highest density um, of all the groups. So obviously the high density means that, you know, when moisture or water comes into contact with it, it literally just soaks it up like a sponge. So that's why Afro hair is prone to shrinkage when it's wet. And then obviously prone to dryness due to the shape of the curl and the way it grows out of our scalp um so within afro hair textures however 
there are people that have slight variations to their hair type because my hair isn't really kinky tightly curled and neither is yours i mean how would you describe your hair texture because it's it's a strange one because we haven't got like coarse textured hair but it's not silky straight are either you, are you talking in terms of like the number characteristics like the well this is another thing because i don't i don't really like that well you see <laughs> this is why i didn't mention it because i've noticed recently that a lot of african-american women are talking about hair in terms of numbers like 4a 4b and 4c and i don't like that style basically um it's just another division within our group it's like oh you've got 4c hair your hair's like this so you know you're like that i don't really like that so I'm not talking in terms of numbers. I'm just talking... Because I was going to say, well, if it's numbers, well, I've got all of them. In, I've got 4A down to 4C. Exactly. I would say my roots might be a C. Because they're... <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of dry and crinkly. But the ends are straight. So... See, mine's the opposite. My, my roots are like dead straight and like mm. with a slight wave. And then you get to the ends and my ends are very coily. Mm. My ends are very curly. I love your hair, Um, It's beautiful. But yeah, how would I describe my hair? Um, Extremely dense. (laughs) I thought you was going to say extremely dead. I was like, oh God. (laughs) Deep. Dead. No, extremely dense. But it is dead when it comes out your head. Well, yeah. At your scalp though, isn't it? To be fair, yeah. Right. Um, My hair's very dense. um, So it's very thick. There's a lot of it. Um... The individual strands, again, like depending on where you're looking in my head, like the the back and the sides are quite fine, but the kind of crown and the top part of my head, the, the hairs are quite thick. Um, how would I describe my hair? Lioness vibes. In yeah, short, it's lioness vibes. It's very big, big. Yeah, and the more you brush it, the bigger it gets. Love it. <laughs> and then, depending on where you are in the world, the bigger it gets. Yeah. What's going on in the air? The bigger it gets. See, that's the thing. Because mine now is um, it's a bit weird. <laughs> I think your hair's very fine. It is. It's like baby. Yeah, it's hair. like wispy hair. Yeah, but not thin. Because that could be interpreted as thin. Yeah. Not <laughs> don't go thin. there now. Don't, like... go there. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> it, My hair ain't thin. It's not It's not thin. Mm, like it's light. That. It's light. Yeah. Um, and no, your hair doesn't, your hair's not like super duper coily. No, it's not. But in saying that, I can tell when you've been caught in the rain. Like, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it looks like a brush. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have said that, but. Yeah, it literally just kind of shrinks. Shrinks, shrinks, shrinks. Like when I wash my hair, it just, it disappears. And then obviously when you straighten it, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. You know, health and fitness is your thing. You're an instructor. What is your go-to style? Because you can't avoid this issue because it's part of your job. So 
what do you do? I know you said that you use, well, you have twists or you have plaits. What's your regimen or regimen if we're oh my God. speaking to America? Regimen. Regimen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, firstly, again, like the styling part is like very time consuming. So if, if it's a week where I haven't found the time to get braids, twists, comb rows, which are my preferred, um, I'd always wear a bandana. So my hair would be in a high barn with a bandana and the bandana would just be there, not even necessarily for style reasons, but just to keep everything in its place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't take the bandana off until like, I can feel that my roots are dry. So, <laughs> so I you may- pin it down. No, nah, like I'll just keep <laughs> it in its place because again, like, you know what it is, even like when you try and do a braid out. So like mm. when your hair's damp and then you put it into braids, and then you take the braids down to have the wave. Mm-hmm. Like if you take those braids out prematurely, you're just going to have a frizzball mess. Yeah. So true. therefore, um, that's the reason why I keep the bandana on until, you know, my roots are dry. So maybe I take a, a, a blow dryer to it mm-hmm. a little bit just to um, dry it. Yeah. Um. So that'd be the first one. Second one. Yeah, again, braids, twists, cane rows, those are like the main go-to um, just because your hair's kept in place. Mm-hmm. Um, you can moisturise, get to your hair as like when you need to, um, rinse your hair when you need to. Um, and it just, it prevents you from just playing in your hair. Yeah. Um, again, I'm trying to grow my hair back out because I cut it last year um, just because my ends are so bad. Um and having my hair in those styles like helps with that growth. Um, yeah, because it gives your hair a rest as well. Yeah, I'm thinking what else. That's what I do star wise. So you haven't in seen terms- any negative effects of you kind of like being sweaty all the time. You've not. Your hair hasn't suffered. No, because as part for me, it's 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 just a case of um, keeping a routine. So I've got a, I don't shampoo my hair every week. Yes, I'll rinse it, but I won't shampoo. Because mm. um, shampoo in particular can strip away the natural oils. And yeah. where you sweat so much and sweat already takes away all of mm-hmm. those oils. Like I don't want to, even though the shampoo is cleaning your hair, like I don't want to accentuate that drying process. It's also process. stripping yeah, it as well. that yeah. stripping process. Um, so I will co-wash or, which is just rinsing your hair with conditioner. Oh, that's um, a new one. Co-wash. Is that an American thing? I co-wash. I mean, it's, it's not that new. Oh. Um, but I found like, especially when you don't, you can't deep condition like weekly, mm-hmm. like that for me has been helpful, um, in terms of like maintaining moisture and stuff. Um, but again, if your hair is in braids, plaits, whatever, then you won't really need to co-wash because your hair's tucked away. Like a, a simple rinse mm-hmm. um, and some essential oil is like, is fine. Yeah. Um, but I'll do that. And then um, deep condition. But yeah, moisture is like a big thing um, in terms of like 
keeping your hair healthy mm-hmm. like when you're working out and stuff well that's um, quite a good I'm tip trying to, to give think people what else yeah I, I think those are the main bits like it's it's actually very simple and for me it's just like finding a routine that works for you the same with anything really you got to find something that works for you and the only way that you're going to do that is through trial and error mm-hmm. um so it's by actually doing um i'm trying to think if there's anything else no that's it well whatever you do don't stop working out just because you're worried about your hair i mean you can wash it, moisturise it, look after it, take care of it, you know, twist it, braid it, weave it, do whatever you've got to do, but don't stop working out just because of it. So that's all I've got to say about that. Anything else to add? Um, no. Your hair's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Yours is too, because oh. I did it. Yeah, I know. It looks gorgeous. <laughs> You did a good job. Oh, and I've been running several times because I'm doing my 50k training and it's killing me. But oh my God, how's okay. That going? So far, so good. But we've had a couple of days where it's been like minus two or three. And it was awful. It was cold. It was damp. I was cold. I was not naked. You weren't there, but you were on the end of the phone giving me <laughs> encouragement. <laughs> And, um, yeah, because the mileages are getting high now. But as I said earlier, I literally just sprayed my twists, um, put my buff on and off I went. I did sweat, but it was okay. I came back, dried my hair off and it was absolutely fine and looking beautiful. So although I do think about my hair when I'm working out, It doesn't stop me from working out. And it shouldn't stop you either. Okay. Auntie has spoken. Socials. Relatively fit pod. Did I get it right? I mean, you missed the app, but it's fine. (laughs) Relatively fit pod. Did I get it right now? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, let us know what you think. What do you do with your hair? Do you even have hair? Because some people shave their heads. I might do that at some point. TBC. TBC. See you later.